The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Feng Shui with Christina Hollinger. I am so glad you are here, and I truly am so excited about this week's show. So this week's guest is Gabrielle Forleo, who I have actually been working with for about a year. She is my business mentor and coach, and ultimately she's a return guest on the show. But the cool thing is last time she was here, she talked about the secret sauce to abundance because she really is all about supporting people with their mindset, helping them to adjust their energetics so that they could be a magnet for what they desire. So essentially what Gabrielle does, she's been working, of course, with Deepak Chopra for over 17 years. She just has a very vast um, experience with Um, all the energetic work that's required to truly embody the abundance that you desire. So she helps people with that. She actually has, um, you know, if you're familiar with Deepak Chopra and you're familiar with the Chopra Center, I actually met her because of David G, who is a meditation um, he's a, he's a big time author. He had a show on Hay House. He was actually a guest on the podcast as well. That's how I was connected with Gabrielle. And then the more I got to know her, the more I started to realize that like, she, she really understands the connection between sales, marketing, and spirituality, which is a huge niche in my opinion, because there's just not a lot of people out there who see the connection between sales, marketing, and spirituality. But what she says is that sales are sacred and that this episode is perfect for anybody who is in, you know, maybe a yoga instructor, maybe you own a yoga studio, perhaps you are a Reiki master, feng shui practitioner, or just a spirit, like an entrepreneur who happens to be spiritual. I just think this episode is so good for anyone who is looking to grow and expand their career and their business, their money, and they want to do it in a really authentic, sacred way that feels extremely aligned and empowering. Gabrielle, when she started to work in a certain department for Deepak Chopra at the Chopra Center, she actually increased sales by 400%. And what I love about Gabrielle is she says that she was not the one working the hardest in her department. And she said that she would train a lot of new people who came to the show center. And she's like, maybe they didn't want me to be the trainer because like, I would tell them they don't have to work that hard to make the sales. You just have to ask the right questions and be in the right state of mind and energetics. So I'm going to stop right there because I'm going to let her explain the whole thing. But what I love about our conversation is it's so in alignment with what I teach with feng shui. So we're going to talk a little bit about manifesting with feng shui today, and I'm really going to help you to get in alignment with the year of the 2023 water rabbit today, Um, because right now what we're experiencing experiencing is a universal seven year. That's at least through the numerology lens. And what you might be asking yourself a lot this year is you might notice you yourself questioning, is there a better way? Is what I'm doing working for me? Can I maintain this level of hustle and grind or is there a better way? And I'm here to share with you that there is And I've had to remind myself over and over again this year and this universal seven year 
that I can do less and attract more. You can do less and attract more. And then the question becomes, but how? Because we live in a culture where hustle and grind is glorified. And we almost have gotten to the point where we feel like we have to hustle, work extra hours, produce extra emails, you know, um, show up on Instagram every single day, beat the algorithm (laughs) in order to be successful. And the truth is, and that's, again, what I love about what Gabrielle is going to help you to understand today too, and teach you is that you don't have to hustle. You don't have to grind in order to be successful in 2023. So actually, this is something that um, people who are in my 12-month manifesting journey have really, really um, enjoyed. I'm I'm talking about the power of intention with them, and I'm going to bring you on board. I'm going to loop you into the conversation because the first month of the 12-month manifesting journey is all about how to connect with more abundance in your life. Because what I find is that people come to me for feng shui many, many times because they really are looking to expand and grow their bank account. They want to feel more secure in their finances. They want to feel like they have enough to cover basics and enough to do things that feel good, like treat themselves to um, an extra night at the hotel on vacation at a five-star hotel, right? Versus, you know, just like having to like do the, uh, you know, economical, you know, route. They want to embrace some of life's luxuries. And in order to do that, they do understand that you need to have an abundance of money. And so that's why in the 12-month manifesting journey, I front load anyone who joins when it is your first month in the journey, I front load you with how to attract more abundance through the manifesting wisdom of feng shui. The heart of in of feng shui is setting your intention. And Gabrielle and I are going to talk about this in the episode, and she believes this, and she actually taught me that manifesting and attracting lots of money is an 80-20 rule. The 80-20 means that 80% of what you attract into your life has to do with your personal energy and how you feel, your mindset, you're taking care of your mind, body, soul. And that's how you, that's your attracting power. And then that 20% of what you attract is the inspired action. So it's like, the recording the podcast episode or getting on social media and saying, you know, uh, being very intentional about your messaging and things like that. So she'll talk all about that piece. That's what I would have to say. What I love about Gabrielle, and this is why I invited her back on the show. I had her on the show before she was my coach and mentor. Now that she's my mentor, I was like, okay, girl, you have to come back. Um, because now I, I understand so much more deeply what she does and, and what she is a master in teaching. And I wanted to share it with you, but, um, That's what Gabrielle has really helped me with is like my strategy so that I can do less and attract more. So I'm still doing a lot of inner work. Um, That's that 80% of energetics, but the strategy, I was very imbalanced. Like I was hustling and I was producing and I was writing so many emails and just like doing a lot of yang active masculine things, right? That, that go, go hustle mindset. So my strategy was, um, more than 20%, but it wasn't as effective because it wasn't very intentional. So let's talk about the energetics because that's where I come in my, what I like to do and how I support you. If you're in my 12 month manifesting journey, or if you're my one-on-one clients for a consultation, my, expertise is to help you to align with your highest version of yourself. It's the energetics. I help you align your home. So your home can be an affirmation for what you desire. Because I really want to be intentional about how I share this nugget of wisdom with you today. I want it to be super simple, super clear so that it's something that you can apply as soon as you 
stop the podcast, right? So today's five minutes of feng shui is to clarify how to set your intention. Because anytime you're applying any feng shui adjustment, I always say, make sure you set your intention because that's the most important part, but there's a way to do it. There is a way to do it. And when you set your intention and you follow these simple steps, you will find that you truly can do less and attract more in your life. I like to use the example of the wealth area because so many, like I said, so many people who are looking for a one-on-one consultation or so many people in my 12-month manifesting journey are looking to expand their money, expand their abundance so that they have more freedom to, you know, invest in an outfit that they love or get a facial without feeling guilty about it or to drive a nicer car without feeling guilty about it. So I truly believe that the desires that are on your heart were given uniquely to you because you were meant to experience them. You were meant to fulfill those desires. So let's get you in alignment with what it is you truly want. And I'm going to use the wealth area as an example for how to set your intention. But of course, this can apply to any area on the Bagua map, which really helps you to manifest what you desire in nine areas of life, including health, wealth, relationships, career, et cetera. So here's the key. There's two things to know when you're setting your intention. Number one, when you are setting your intention, it helps to write it down. And as you write down your intentions, write them as if they are already happening. Write your intentions in the present tense. The second stipulation, I guess you could say, or the second piece of guidance I want to give you when you're setting your intention is to just make sure that it's something that feels really good to you and it's open-ended. So you want it to be like specific enough that like the universe has your order, but you also want to be like open with like, you don't want to like be specific about who needs to help you fulfill something or the exact date it needs to happen. Like you're not like telling the universe, like this is who needs to help me on this date. That is not an intention. An intention does need to be a little bit, say it as if it's happening in present tense. And then, you know, um, say something that feels really good to you and expansive, um, and it leaves possibilities. It leaves possibilities for creative solutions. So like I said, I'm going to give you some examples of some intentions that you might set if you are looking to expand your bank account and to make more money. And what you could do is, since I'm a feng shui practitioner, I believe that every area of your home can activate different areas of your life. So if you were to locate the wealth area of your home, you would walk into the front door of your home and the far back left area of your house is the wealth area. And this area happens to be activated by the number four or what I like to tell my clients, you know, my one-on-one clients or anyone in my 12 month manifesting journey. I love to tell them you can also double your money and you could use the number eight in the wealth area. That's very auspicious, right? And what you could do is you could write down your intention for your money, for your bank account. And here are some intentions that I actually am going to grab them from my book, Teaching from the Heart with Feng Shui, Inspired Living for Teachers, Parents, and Kids. If you have my book, you can turn to page 62. I have this little affirmation bagua map that I created. It's an affirmation slash intention sample of like, sample affirmations for each area of life. And so some examples that I have here for your wealth would be, I am grateful for infinite resources available to me. The universe provides everything I need in creative ways. Other examples, I make great money doing what I love. My bank account easily grows exponentially throughout the year. There are abundant opportunities to grow in my profession. 
I attract all the right people at exactly the right time. Money flows to me with ease. So just a few examples of what those affirmations might be. You say them as if they're already happening. And it's, I think it's safe to like write down actual numbers. Like if you really wanted to like see $45,000 in your savings account, because that would make you feel really secure, really good. Maybe you have some money goals for something. Like you could say like, I easily save $45,000 in my savings account. Now you don't want to like put an exact date by the time it needs to get there, but like you could write that as one of your intentions. If it feels good to you, if it doesn't feel super good to you, then like you just kind of leave it and you just kind of play around with it, see what resonates. And if you're doing this for your wealth area, you could write four or eight intentions on a piece of paper and you could actually place those intentions behind a piece of furniture or a picture where no one can see it, but it will energetically words have power and the vibration will activate the wealth area. And that's all you need to do. And I think that that's the part about feng shui that seems so simple, but I think most of the people in my 12 month manifesting journey are in the journey because they also realize like, Sometimes the hardest part is letting go, but it truly is enough to write those four or eight intentions, place them in your wealth area, and then trust that the universe is going to rearrange, reorganize life to support your intentions. You're being specific, you're being open-minded, and you're being clear. And the universe loves clarity. And I learned this from Marie Forleo when I was in B-School. She said, wealth loves clarity. And that, that is so true. When you are clear about your outcome and what you desire, all the universe conspires to support you as soon as you set your intention and you claim it. So I hope you liked this. It did turn out to be like 15 minutes of feng shui. I hope you enjoyed this 15 minutes of feng shui. I hope you enjoy setting your intention. It's such a simple practice, but it really can help you to yield big results. And if you are, if you're feeling like the pull to really lean into doing less and attracting more, that's a very yin water rabbit vibe. That's the 2023 vibe. And if you're feeling the pull to really learn how you can do less and attract more, I welcome you to join me on my 12 month manifesting journey. Your journey starts the day you sign up, you get instant access to your first month of the journey. The portal is filled with so much loving support. You get a monthly class with me and a monthly live call. So the class you watch on your own time in your PJs on a Sunday morning with a cup of coffee, if you wish. And the live call is once a month with me. And you could even bring, you're going to have opportunities to show pictures of your home or bring your floor plan to the group. Um, so it's a really supportive container to help you to do less and attract more in 2020 and beyond your 12 month manifesting journey starts when you feel called. So I'll leave that in the show notes as usual, and just enjoy this amazing conversation with my business mentor, the amazing money maven, Gabrielle Forleo. All right. Hey, Gabrielle, welcome back to the show. How are you? I am so good and I'm incredibly excited to be here again. I'm so excited to have you. And what is so cool about this conversation is that since I interviewed you, I have actually started working with you, not only in like a mastermind type of scenario, I was in your abundance mastermind, but then I also started to work with you one-on-one. So now you're officially a mentor of mine. And so this conversation is just going to be like, so new and such a new angle for the listener, which I'm like so excited about because now I have such a deeper understanding of your expertise. And I'm so excited to serve the listeners today with all of your expertise and goodness. 
Oh, I am so excited. I am so lucky to work with you and I've worked with you too, which is exciting. Oh, yeah. You've like helped me feng shui my whole entire house, like one-on-one consultation. I mean, I've gotten so much from you just in like helping me transform the energy of my space. And um, I'm excited to, to tell everybody a little bit more about, you know, how sales and money can work a little bit better um, for them. Thank you for saying that. So here is what I want the listener to know before we even like go into like, who is Gabrielle and what is this 80, 20% rule that we're going to be sharing with you today? I want to just to kind of set the stage for the listeners who this episode really is for today. So first of all, we are talking about how sales, marketing, and spirituality intersect and how they actually complement each other. And I do believe that this is going to really impact any spiritual entrepreneurs who are listening. So maybe you own your own business. Perhaps you are a Reiki practitioner, another feng shui practitioner, anything like that. I think you're just going to really benefit from listening to this. Maybe you own a yoga studio or something like that, or you just might be a yoga instructor that's still sales, right? Because you need to be able to um, generate clients and to maintain those clients. So I definitely think that that is someone who would really benefit from this episode. However, I also think that anyone who's listening, maybe you're like a teacher like I am and you work in public education and you might think like, oh, you know, this episode's about sales. I'm not in sales. I'm a salaried worker. Like, doesn't this this is not going to fit my bill but what i want to share with you is that actually our conversation today really is ultimately about the manifesting process and how 80% of manifesting is energetics and 20% is actually taking that inspired action so i'm really excited because gabrielle you are the expert on this and i don't want to you know I digress. I'm going to just, I just want to set the stage for everybody. And really, ultimately, I just want to kind of start out with, if you don't mind speaking about yourself, you worked for the Chopra Center for over 17 years, and you were the top sales consultant. And when I go to your website, Gabrielle, it says that you, and I, and I know this from working with you, like you deeply understand how sales, marketing, and spirituality are connected. So I would love to hear more about your experience of working with Deepak Chopra and of course, all the other new thought leaders that filtered through there through the years. What was that experience like? And like, how did you eventually get to this place of being a top sales consultant and understanding the connection between sales, marketing, and spirituality, which most people, I don't think connect those three at all. (laughs) Yes, I think you're, I think you're right. I think, um, you know, sales, marketing, money, and spirituality, you know, I think if you would ask somebody like, which one of those things like, doesn't fit in there, you know, it would be like, oh, like spirituality doesn't fit um, with sales, marketing and money. Um, But I'm essentially here to tell you that they very much can fit um, and fit in a way that that feels really, really good. And I think now is really the time um, to connect these things, right? In the time when, you know, so many yoga studios and spiritual businesses, um, you know, kind of have gone out of business um, or are forced to reevaluate things, especially after the pandemic, it's a wonderful opportunity to like lean a little bit more in um, to this intersection because ultimately um, sales and marketing are the channels that bring money into your business. So yes, you can have a successful business without them. You can make money um, without being good at sales and marketing. But if these channels are open and free flowing sales and marketing, things just become easier, right? In, in your business. Um, I worked for Deepak Chopra for 17 years, traveled all around the world, um, not only as the top sales consultant, but also as um, a lead yoga instructor and onstage speaker. So I taught yoga, I led meditations, I did onstage presentations, and I sold. 
right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so these things can go together, um, but I think it requires us using a little bit of a different lens to look at sales and marketing and to not kind of use these old school, like traditional worn out methods um, to selling. And I see this a lot um, online. You know, I primarily run my business um, on Instagram. And so I see a lot of these sort of traditional sales methods that, in my opinion, focus a lot on the means to the end instead of the end. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of focus on like doing things to get clients and money, right? Mm. A lot of focus on taking these strategies and actions in order to get clients, convince and persuade people to do something, say the right thing in order to get clients and get money. And ultimately, I think this is really the reason why a lot of spiritual business owners and entrepreneurs don't sell more. Because at the end of the day, this isn't a process that feels very good, right? Like if you're having to convince and persuade people to do something and to spend money with you, it doesn't usually feel very authentic over the long term. Um, And so it's just not something that can be sustainable. Um, But ultimately, there is a different way. When I took over onstage presentations, sales presentations for Chopra, um, they increased by over 400%. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Right? Like those, those are real, those are real numbers. And what I did was I sold, but in a much more relaxed and natural way that I think is much easier for people who are more like spirit-based, heart-based, service-based businesses. Even if you're not a spiritual entrepreneur, if you tend to be a little bit more heart-centered, if you're a more service-based business, I think this type of sales it's just a lot easier to do. It's more fun to do. I think ultimately it works a lot better for the person selling and for the person buying. And it's really simple. So you don't even necessarily need a pen for this because it's it's so easy. But really what it is about is building relationships, building authentic relationships and asking really simple questions that identify what's not working in somebody's life, what's the ideal outcome that they desire to achieve, and then third, what is it about you uniquely that is kind of drawing the customer towards you? And these are three questions that I literally asked on every single sales call, in person or on the phone, on stage or in a more intimate environment, but to deeply understand what's not working, what's your ideal outcome, and then why me? And ultimately what that then does is give you an opportunity not to push something on them, but to determine like, hey, can I really help this person? Mm -hmm. Can I actually authentically serve them? And if yes, how can I then tell them about my service using similar language that they use to describe to me what they wanted or what wasn't working? And then to very clearly tell them how they can buy. And so you kind of take all of the guesswork out of sales, all of the complicated stuff out of it, 
and you simply determine like, hey, can I serve them? I'm going to use similar language to describe what it is that they offer that they used. And then I'm very simply going to tell them how they can buy. Um, yes. Uh, well, I just was like, okay. So before we started recording, you know, we were thinking about our intention around this episode. And I just said, I want listeners to feel like they walked away with like the keys to the kingdom. I want them to feel like they totally are like, oh my gosh, like now I understand exactly what I need to do. This is so simple. And I just want to say how like you increased sales. Let's all like wrap our brain around this. Like you increased sales by 400% when you stepped into this role at the Chopra Center. Like that's insane. 400% is a large amount of money, a large amount of sales. And yet this formula, which I am going to write down with pen and paper, even though it's only three very simple things. It's so simple. And what I heard you basically say, Gabrielle, is just that like, there's so many people who feel that sales is sleazy in in some way, in their own way. And there's this old paradigm that sales is like this masculine, forceful need to read the script, say the exact right thing. And if they don't buy, it's because I didn't say the right thing. And what I'm hearing you say is it's so much simpler than that. And like, could you say that like your approach to sales with these simple steps, like, is that a more feminine sort of energy or just a more receptive? Like what, what I heard you say is like, you are taking yourself out of it and really focusing the mirror on the person who's making this decision to make sure it's a good fit, a right match. Like I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I yeah. shouldn't look at it masculine, feminine, but I just see an old paradigm of sales versus like this new way of doing it, a way that worked for you very effectively. A hundred percent. And I think it is, you know, it is sort of that old paradigm, new paradigm, more masculine approach, more feminine approach, sort of like a harder approach and then a softer approach. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think this is, it is a, it is a softer approach to sales, but it's not less effective. Right. And so sometimes we think like softer isn't as effective, but it, it very much is. And especially when you're thinking of a more spirit-based service-based business, I think it's much more effective than the traditional old paradigm, masculine, super hard energy, uh, when it comes to sales, I think that this is much more effective Um, because ultimately the way you feel about selling something is the way someone will feel about buying it, right? Like if we really believe in the exchange of energy, then it applies to sales and it applies to your business, right? And so if you feel like you're sleazy Mm. and shouldn't be selling, you're arriving with this energy that's totally out of alignment and isn't going to translate um, to the buyer, right? And that's why when we take a much softer, like new paradigm approach where the approach isn't, I need to sell you specifically. Mm. I actually have no attachment to whether you specifically buy, right? Instead, I arrive knowing that people will buy, right? So confident, expected energy, but I'm not saying anything to convince you to do something in particular, because I don't need you to do anything. I arrive instead really clear in my value. And I ask really good questions. And ultimately the answer is only as good as the question. (laughs) So asking Hmm. really good questions to determine, Hey, can this help you? What's not working? What do you want? And then from there, I either sell you what I offer, if I can actually help you, or I refer you out to someone else who can actually help you. Um, Oftentimes at Chopra, you know, I would get someone being like, convince me I should do this. Um, And I would automatically take a step back and be like, I don't, I don't actually, I'm not going to, um, and I don't need to, I don't need to convince you. What I need to understand is what's not working in your life. 
Um, what is it that you want to create in, this sec in, in the next six months of your life? What's your ideal outcome from investing? And then only from there can I determine if this is a fit. And then ultimately what happens in that process is someone sells themselves. Mm -hmm. You don't have to sell them because they sell themselves by simply illuminating what's not working, what they want to create. And the whole thing happens with much less energy, much less effort, um, because ultimately you're not selling really anything other than like clearly presenting the options and how to buy. And ultimately someone is selling themselves um, into what it is that you do if the fit, if the fit is right. Um, I think this is really how we create um, sustainable businesses that actually feel good to our nervous systems. But what I see a lot of spirit-minded and service-based um, entrepreneurs do is that they never actually sell because they don't understand that telling someone about what you do, how you do it, <laughs> and sharing facts is not sales. And so I'm going to say that again, um, sharing what you do, how you do it, and the benefits of what you do is not sales. Um, and it's not marketing either. Um, because a lot of times people want to teach and they think that's mm -hmm. selling, but it's actually not. And so the next time you watch a car commercial, on TV, I want you to pay attention because car commercials are excellent at this. Mm -hmm. They are not telling you how they built the car. They're not telling you who built the car. They're not telling you the specs and the features, right? They are getting you to mm -hmm. picture yourself and how you're going to feel after you buy this car. What will have emotionally changed? What will now be working that once wasn't working? And they're placing you dead center in your ideal outcome. Mm -hmm. um, and ultimately, it's just a matter of us doing this a little bit better for our spiritual spirit-based businesses that is really just going to open up the floodgates of sales and marketing so that money can more easily flow um, into your business. That's a beautiful analogy. And I remember working with you in the abundance mastermind setting, and we would have these group calls and you would basically kind of coach us in this group setting. And I remember the moment when you said to me and, and the group, you know, that teaching is not sales. And I have to tell you, I spent hours of my life teaching to no end thinking that I was being of high service to, and I, and I think it, to some degree I was serving, right. But the highest service that you can offer, and this is for anyone listening that has a service that they actually, or, you know, anyone listening, the highest service you could offer sales is service because when you actually get them into your program, that's where the transformation happens. And so like the more sales you're making, the more people you're actually impacting. Mm. And this really brings me to this next question. I remember being in my bathing suit cover up. I was at the beach and I jumped on our group call. And I remember the moment that you taught me that teaching wasn't sales and that you said something around the, this, and I'll let you explain it. You said something around the lines of sales is actually 80% energetics and 20% strategy. So basically what I feel like you just did is you kind of explained a little bit of strategy around like how you could question um, a client. Um, but let's talk a little bit about the energetics because I also want to share, like you did have a little bit of an advantage working at Chopra Center because when you were there, you were, you spent a lot of time on energetics and I don't know like everything, but I know like you got to see people like Gabrielle Bernstein, like being an inspirational speaker. And like you saw people like Dr. Wayne Dyer coming through, who also is another inspirational, you know, speaker 
And, you know, you stand rooms with Oprah writing meditations, which I've loved Oprah for my whole life because I just think like she inspires me and she makes me feel so, so good. Right. And so when you're in this space with like such high vibe people and like always kind of like in that, like obviously Deepak Chopra, the the reason why I know who Deepak Chopra is, is because he did like a meditation challenge with Oprah. And I like learned about his meditations through that, like that, I think it was like a, a challenge or something. And so like 21 day meditation challenge. Yes. I was in the yeah. room when it was created. I was actually on the first couple. Um, the employees did it initially. And then when they like saw how popular it was, Deepak and Oprah were like, Hey guys, thanks. We've got it. Um, we've, oh. got, we've got it from here. <laughs> That's amazing. So I could have, you know, that would have been amazing. I, maybe I did a meditation with you. I didn't know, but like, right? here's the thing, like not everyone's boss is like going to say like, Hey, like we're going to start today's meeting with a breathing exercise or meditation. So can you please, like, I kind of did a lot of like background there, but like, I would love if you could explain to listeners, what is this 80, 20 thing that you speak of? And like, how does this even really like actually apply to real life? Like, how does this look? Yeah. And I think it it can apply to real life. Cause one thing I'm really big on is, you know, making things practical, making things applicable, because I can't tell you how many times I've listened to amazing speakers on stage, but then they're not distilling that wisdom and into anything that's like practical, practical or actionable. And then ultimately it can't really help anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, because I don't believe in and of itself, like knowledge is ultimately what transforms, right? I think it's activating that knowledge into practice. So I think that's first and foremost is really like, do you actually believe that energetics is important? And I think we can all ask ourselves that question right now. Like, do I actually believe that my subtle intentions, beliefs, my thoughts, my feelings, are they important? Um, and if you answered yes to that, then a follow-up question, if you answered no, then you're probably not on this podcast, right? Because if you're doing feng shui, you probably on some level believe that these things are impacting your results. So if you answered yes, then a follow-up question is how much time, and I mean actual like ticks on a clock time, am I spending devoted to my energetics? Because what most of us will find is that it's actually very little, right? We're actually living our lives as if it's 99.9% action and one, you know, 0.1% energetics. So what I'm simply asking is not to be at 80, 20, right? Perfect. But how can I spend a little bit more time on my energetics, meaning my thoughts, my intentions, my beliefs, my feelings, these sort of more subtle things that are driving our results and scale back a little bit, take a little softer approach to action. And for me, what that looks like is meditation. What that looks like is not every single day, because I'm not a perfect human, but most days writing down my intentions and desires for the day um, and doing other lifestyle practices that actually influence the 80% of energetics. Because I'm always the first one to say, although I was the number one sales consultant, I did not work the hardest. Mm. And I, I don't feel bad about saying that <laughs> because for some people, you know, getting coming, becoming number one and not working the hardest would actually be a bad thing. Right. And so if that's you, it's good to kind of question, like, do I believe that hard work, um, gets the best results all the time? Do Mm -hmm. I really believe that like hard work equals money? Um, because I didn't work the hardest and yet I had the best results. And I think that's because I devoted time daily, um, to my energetics, meaning what I was thinking, what I was believing, how I was feeling and what ultimately I was expecting from conversations. Is that helpful? It is. It's just like, I, uh, 
I've been a, a student of manifesting for a long time. And like the sense, like I've been like a Gabby Bernstein spirit junkie, like in her miracle membership. And she does her book, super attractor is all about like, it's good to feel good because feeling good is your point of attraction, right? Like when you feel good, you attract more of what you want. Um, and I think, so like, I get that. Right. And what I'm hearing you say is that like being in alignment feeling good is going to help you essentially achieve what you desire with more ease. And then like, so what I also heard you say though, it's like, you didn't work harder, but like you spent like that. I I like to just go back. It doesn't have to be perfect 80%, 20%, but you lived your life in that 80% of space where you're like doing that inner work Mm -hmm. that makes, not only makes you feel good, but like there's an inner belief system. I think that some of us might have that we don't realize of like around feeling worthy. And also like, maybe we have blocks around like what we actually think we're capable of doing. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think I first met Gabby Bernstein in 2014. Um, We were doing a big global meditation event in Toronto. There were over a thousand people there. And, um, at the time she actually wasn't certified in meditation or yoga. Um, and yet she was on a stage (laughs) teaching, you know, people very simply, very easily, very practically how to do those things. Right. And I remember thinking in the audience, there were hundreds of people who were certified in meditation and in yoga, but they weren't on stage. Mm -hmm why, right? It has nothing to do with the work that they put in or even how much they know, right? It's because Gabby allowed herself to be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's her self-concept, right? That's her belief system. It, it's what she expected. And so although maybe she didn't, you know, quote unquote, know the most or mm-hmm. even have the most um, background, she was up there shining. She was helping people. She was fully confident. She allowed herself to be in front of a thousand people and maybe fail, maybe not have people like her. She was up there fully grounded in her positive self-concept and expectation. Um, And that's the moment that I really understood, okay, it's not just about what I know. It's not just about what I do. Mm. I have to believe first and foremost, to really unlock what I am allowing myself to do. Um, And seeing her up there, you know, shining in that way was like such a great example to me of like, I I get to spend more time (laughs) on my self-concept, on Mm -hmm. my beliefs, on what I'm thinking every single day. And it can literally be five minutes Um, because if you're spending very little time or zero time now, if you simply spend five minutes a day on your thoughts, your beliefs, your expectations, your feelings, it will make a dramatic difference in your life. Okay. I absolutely love this. And I think that this is a great segue into like the final point that I really wanted to share with listeners today. And I just think like what you just shared is such a like I can visualize it. It's such a beautiful example. Like we were talking before recording and saying like, you're no different than anyone else. I'm no different than anyone else. Like everyone has the ability and capability to make, you know, don't you have like a course called like sacred six figure sales or something? Or was that just like a pop-up course? I don't remember. I took it, but it's available. available. Yeah. (laughs) It's so good. But I just want to say like, you know, how many times, like, do you like go on Instagram or something and you see like, someone's like, Oh, I made six figures this year. And you're just like, you know, working from my phone. And it's like, I mean, I've had like that FOMO of like, what the heck? Like, I want to make six figures from my phone. Um, and it's just, the thing is like, you can like, but you can. And the thing is, it's like the only person holding yourself back is you. And I mean, I'm sorry. That's always like a little bit of tough love, but I want to let the listeners know, like, but it's not, it's not like something that we can't solve. Like this is so solvable. Right. And the thing is, it's like, 
you don't, maybe you don't know where to start. And I feel like Gabrielle, like you're giving us like some really good, like practical, like, okay, we need to spend a little more time in our energetics. That might look like meditation that might look like writing down our intentions, but I just also wanted to kind of segue into like this idea. And what I've learned from you also is that like the, you lean into these practices And what that means is like, I think listeners have probably heard of like a spiritual practice and it's called a spiritual practice because like, it's not something you just do once. Like I brushed my teeth really good today and I'm good for the week or the year. Um, And it's the same thing, like with manifesting with feng shui, right? Like it's a practice. So it's not like I come into your house, give you suggestions to feng shui your home. You do it once and your life is perfect now. Like my clients tell me all the time, like they go back into like their feng shui portfolio, like weeks later, months later, and like make adjustments accordingly. Cause as life changes, so too does their environment and their intentions. Right. And what you've taught me through spiritual practice and this 80% energetics. One thing I remember hearing from you is like, you connected the brain science to why writing down our intentions and doing some of the scripting work actually works. Mm. So could you share a little bit about like, you kind of shared about like what these, these daily practices are that like help you live in that 80% of energetics, but could you like maybe just go a little bit into like, why does the energetics actually work? Like, how does, how do we be more like that Gabrielle Bernstein who's on the stage has maybe even less credentials than someone in the audience, but makes it there. Like, what is it about the energetics that actually literally changes your brain so that you can achieve that, that stage or that six figure salary Mm. from your phone type of thing? A hundred percent. I think, um, you know, I usually describe it. So your brain has something called a reticular activating system, right? Um, in your brain. And it's essentially like the most powerful filter that ever exists, right? And sometimes I describe it as like, if you were to go to Nordstrom.com right now, right? And try to find a red pair of heels without a filter, you would never do and You would never be able to find it, right? Um, And your brain is the exact same in terms of the millions of pieces of sensory information that we are exposed to on a daily basis. Your brain has to sort it and to filter it, or we literally wouldn't be able to make it through our day. (laughs) Just like you wouldn't be able to find your red pair of heels on Nordstrom.com if you didn't have a filter where you could put in, I'm looking for shoes, they need to be red, and they need to be an inch. And then red heels, right? Populate to the top so you can find them and buy them. Your brain works the same exact way, but here's the thing. You're setting the filter. You have one right now. It's set. Mm. And it is as if your brain is on a survival mission to bring you whatever you are paying attention to. You've just probably set the filter without knowing right? Because what you really want is a nice, comfortable pair of sneakers, (laughs) but you have set it for red heels. And so all life is bringing you is red heels, but you don't even want the red heels. (laughs) You've got to change the filter, meaning you have to really consciously set the filter for what life is bringing you instead of unconsciously. And the best way I've found to do that is every single day, write down my intentions for the day. Um, this takes like under five minutes, right? Um, under five minutes. So writing down your intentions for the day and mixing them in with like things you're pretty sure are going to happen. Um, and also things that maybe seem less likely, but you would still love to happen. And what this begins to do is kind of like trick your brain of like, here's what she wants. Like, here's the list that she's set for me. We're going to go out and get it. Because again, your brain is so powerful and it feels it's on a survival mission to bring you more of whatever it is that you want. 
It's just, you are probably currently asking it to find things that you don't actually want more of. So it's simply about taking five minutes at the beginning of the day, writing down your intentions, and then looking at those intentions and being like, do I even believe that I'm capable of having these things? And if you don't truly believe it, then my suggestion is to scale back a little bit on the intentions, because if you don't believe it, your brain doesn't either. And I think that's where people get in a little bit of trouble with like affirmations and energetics as they try to go too far of what's actually like viable. And this practice alone of writing down your intentions and then making them like belief statements, flipping the intentions into belief statements can literally transform your life because you're giving your brain a new filter, a new shopping list that it can get busy on completing for you. Okay. Love this so much. And I was thinking in my brain about how like, okay, this is so in alignment with feng shui because yeah, for years, over 10 years now I've been practicing and we always write our intentions and there's so many different ways to like activate different areas of your life through writing intentions. But what I learned through working with you is a new concept of what you just explained, which is writing daily intentions. And it's those daily practices. And I do have daily feng shui practices, but the writing intentions, I was not doing daily. Right. And that was something that really transformed my life over the past eight months that I've worked with you. Um, we were talking before recording. I was just like, you've witnessed my transformation. Um, and it's like so amazing to me because my business is transforming. I'm transforming personally and professionally. And it's like just the beginning. Right. And I just feel like, um, if you want to know more about like how to just get in alignment and really lean into that 80%, because what, when you do this 80% work of alignment and like setting your intentions, which is like so easy, right? Like it's easy. It just takes like less than five minutes. Like you talked about, but when you actually learn the tools that will help you with that, you actually end up work doing less and attracting more. Like you can work less and make more because you're just so much more in alignment. And I, this is in alignment with the 2023 water rabbit, which is a yin energy. And this is a very supportive time. Like if you're curious to learn how to do this, um, this is a great year to do it. We're in a seven universal year and according to numerology, which is very spiritual year. So I think people are more open to this type of way of working and it's a new paradigm. So I just want to say thank you for, you know, introducing us to just even just a simple shift like that. And I just feel like if you want to reach out to Gabrielle, obviously she's got so many other, like she's got so much to offer that she could really help you to understand like what would be best for your next step. But I just want to say thank you, uh, Gabrielle for coming on the show and to yes. any, yeah, to any listeners who are still listening at this point, I just want to say like, you were totally meant to hear all of this. And I just feel like you're ready for the next level of your life and, uh, maybe the comfy sneakers that you desire versus all the red heels that you've been attracting. <laughs> yes. You do get to choose is the thing. And I think the biggest thing is that you're not broken, right. And you mm. don't have to like fix your mindset. Hmm. right? You just have, get to be more intentional, more regularly about it. Cause we're never done, right? Like I'm not, I'm a money coach. I'm a business coach. I'm a mindset coach, but I'm not done working on these things and never will be right. Like they're daily practices and we're just simply refining, refreshing, re, you know, resetting the filters to be more in alignment with what we really want. Um, and so it's just, it's a daily journey that gets to be fun, simple, easy. And the more we pay attention to the 80% of subtle energetics, the less action we have to take to get what we want, because the actions become so easy, so obvious that they almost take themselves. Mm -hmm. Well, you have also taught me a lot about the action though. And I really want to just say, I appreciate that so much. Cause I think I was living, yeah, there, there definitely are actions. And I feel like even though it's only 20%, I feel like that was the piece, like coming from like a feng shui perspective. Like I was like, 
I'm living in the energetics. I know how to manifest. I can align my environment to support my desires, my dreams. And I was like feeling that. Right. Um, but I, there were, there were definitely things I, I needed to learn from you and I continue to learn from you. So just thank you. You're amazing. And I'm so glad you came back on the show because you're amazing. And you're also part of my 12 month manifesting journey. I am. And I'm so excited to be a part of it. I also have like, you know, my little things you gave me in my one-on-one consultation, like they're literally on my desk and I return to them, you know, all the time. And, you know, 80% energetics, energetics matter in terms of business sales and marketing, you know, it also matters. And when all three of these elements are firing, um, we get the best results, right. For money to easily flow to us. Yeah. Well, I was going to say you're in my manifesting journey because I know that you're going to partake in it, but you also are featured in the first month. So when people are in the 12 month manifesting journey, they get an, uh, an exclusive video content with you. And then also you are giving us some of your money mindset meditations throughout the 12 month manifesting journey, which is helping people to, um, in a sense, reprogram their subconscious and just get into alignment with the money that they are looking to attract in their life. So I want to thank you for that. And I, you know, I've told everyone who's in the 12 month manifesting journey that like, I am featuring people like you and David G and Dr. Wayne Dyer's daughters throughout the, the 12 month journey, because it takes a village, right? Like I get to practice feng shui and I am a certified practitioner and that's great. But like, I don't just do this alone. I lean in on like so many other experts that I've been guided to work with because it just, it takes a village to like really get into that alignment and to step into the highest version of yourself. So thank you for being part of the village. And I'm so excited to introduce you to everyone who, who joins the 12 month manifesting journey on an even more deeper level. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for the program to be a part of it. Grateful to be featured. Grateful to be on your podcast. You are amazing. Thank you, Gabrielle. All right, listeners, I will see you next time where I'll help you design the life you deserve. Hmm. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.